Hey, it's the Chubby Bartender Podcast with your host, Jason Gillum and Chad Reynolds. With a special guest each week. Sit back, relax. And enjoy the show. Hey, we're hey, back. Here we are. Another one yeah, with the main yeah. man. Yes. I mean, this his name's been brought up now for the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. Except from Doug Hughes, he threw out that classless list that he did with the, with uh, the goats. Yeah. And he yeah. wasn't even on it. That wasn't on it. Wasn't I, mean, on it. I mean, that's what, Doug, you got to do better. Yeah, well, and, 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 and yeah, him uh, nor his brother. Nor his brother. No, yeah. and, and I always, Kenny knows this, but I always like to give Kenny a hard time about Randy Ridge. Mm-hmm. And Randy wasn't on that list. No. No. <laughs> Yeah. And, and uh, my question is, who's Doug Hughes? Uh, <laughs> oh, you probably don't know Doug, do you? I have no idea. Uh, oh, my. He is, uh, well, you probably know his dad, Brennan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brennan, yeah. I played music with Brennan. Yeah, yeah. so Brennan, he, this yeah. Doug, I don't know how old Doug is. Doug's Doug, my age. He, he graduated he? in 1992, Okay. and he is just like a, a local sports historian. Yes. Well, Garrett, I mean, he's pretty, I mean. He's, he's on he's it. Pretty, he's pretty well on it. I was man. getting ready to say, his dad definitely wasn't an athlete, so, yeah. I mean, he. Hopefully he had some kind of background before he yeah. could speak on well, he, he's, who's his a good kids athlete are, and who's are, not. Yeah, his yeah. kids are in there, yeah, yeah. and he's going off overall statistics. Yeah. So he's yeah. But like I, th- I feel like his list stopped at the eighties. Well, yeah, I mean, you you got to think. I mean, you know, Doug's my age, so mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I can go back. I remember Al Collins playing. Yeah. The Munn family with your local McDonald's of Jackson, Wellston, Oak Hill, and MacArthur. Need I say more than pull in, get the app open, and pull in spot number five, and let's go for number six. Oh. Guys like that. But I remember like, Al playing. That's kind of where my, my timeline yeah. starts. It's yeah. like with... You know, uh, early, like Mark Fennick and uh, yeah, you guys Collins, are youngsters. Guys like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are youngsters. So you graduated from Jackson, then you know we're, we're, we'll tell everybody why we're here, but we're yeah. uh, you know we're going to tune in after this. So if, yeah. by the time this airs, this will already be uh, yeah. the Facebook will be over. But yeah. uh, we're going to talk about growing up in the. So you grew up in the seven? Would you say seventies or sixties? Sixties and seventies. Sixties and seventies. Uh, so yeah. you graduated from Jackson seventy three. Seventy three. Nineteen seventy three. I did yeah. my homework, but I, I went to Jackson. Went to Jackson Elementary in grades one through eight. Jackson E. Jackson E. And then we transferred into the, of course, to Jackson High School. And that's the difference because we weren't welcome coming from Jackson High School and Jackson Elementary in there because, you know, it was just... The, I don't know. The city kids didn't want to welcome us. Dad said same thing. Like that. Oh, it was kids. terrible about that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you had, to, you had to get up and do your thing and stuff. And, uh, you had to prove you know, it, didn't you? You had to prove it, but so, that, that wasn't a big problem, though. No, no. I mean, no, none of the Valentines had to be problem. But, I mean, we talked about it before the show, but, I mean, you know, how was it, you know, you talked about, you know, coming to, to town, you know, in high school as a country kid, let alone a black guy. Well, see, we went, you know, when you was at Jackson High School, you know, I can remember every one of my teachers from Jackson Elementary, not Jackson mm-hmm. High School, but Jackson Elementary, and uh, two very influential people in my life at that point in time was a man by the name of George Walstier, who taught in here. Oh, yeah. And another man by the name of Kermit Game. Uh-huh. I I, I've heard, heard the name. name. But Kermit, Kermit, was, Game. Kermit was the principal out there. Kermit was the one that basically, because the only thing we played for a time being for a long time was fast pitch softball. That's what we played at Jackson High at Jackson Elementary, and we were dominant in fast pitch softball. So say say we. Later years. We, we, well, uh, my brother pitched. My brother Coy David pitched nationally. Coy's dad's age. Yeah, no. Coy, Coy David, and uh, of course he never played. He never played football because he got a raw deal in football. You know, it was a different times. You know, you didn't. Mm-hmm. 
you know, there was there were certain things that, you know, we didn't get the opportunity to do. Because you're black. You know, yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and people can, like I said, people don't really understand until you have a tendency to walk in the shoes. But it was different coming from Jackson Elementary to Jackson High School because, you know, we had been, we had lived around each other. The Gillums, mm-hmm. uh, the Valentines, the, the Cosbys, you know, we were all there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we come to the high school and, you know, nobody, we were the hicks, so to speak. And... Mm-hmm. You know, but we we had some pretty good athletes out there, but a lot of them didn't stay with it because, you know, the trips we had to take back and forth. You know, oh, yeah. we, oh man, that, just that was, alone would have been tough. Well, it was tough for me, you know, and that's the reason in high school it was very tough for me because, you know, you would be between practices and, you know, sometimes we would have to leave practice to go to work because we still, my father worked in uh, uh, paperwood. Okay. Know, and that was how we, that was how we lived. He's a logger? He was a logger because he lost he lost his hand in a in a, a corn picker when I was like six years old. Okay. And he worked at the VA. He was a veteran. When he lost his hand, he was a truck driver. But yeah, so we would have to go uh, come in practice in the morning. Dad would pick us up after practice sometimes, and we'd go cut wood and yeah. come back for the second practice. Oh, you know, that's just how it was. Yeah. And we had to do that continuously up through me and Darwin. You know, mm-hmm. we did it up to me and Darwin. Darwin was a senior, and, and I was a, a freshman when Darwin was a senior. So the big shout-out was to, you know, and then we were in town. There wasn't really a lot of places for us to go. I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of money and things like that, and that's mm-hmm. the reason I want to give a shout-out right now to my uh, two guys, my lady that was uh, Mrs. Uh, Martha Murphy, Danny and John Murphy's oh, mother. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She welcomed us into her home. She brought us up there. We could go up there during the breaks uh-huh. each she welcomed us she was always just first class to us and there wasn't very many places we could go you know uh-huh. that's yeah. the thing and uh, is, this, is this primarily because you're black oh yeah it's i mean it's it's jackson yeah, you know well, yeah. and, and i and now i don't got, mean no i mean i was born in 81 yeah okay so i mean i i saw i mean i've definitely seen that mm-hmm. side as far as i've seen people's behavior but i, I can't say that I'd, i've ever seen the day where people really weren't allowed to go places uh-huh. Well, there's, and you know, there's, there's still a lot of places that, you know, you, I just don't go because you, you know, I had a, I had a thing with a friend of mine a long time ago. I said, you know, this is, and this was both of us, our hometown, our hometown. And I told him, had a bet with him and I won't mention his name, but I had a bet with him a long time ago. I said, you know, my wife and I, and I'm, I'm interracially married, Mm -hmm. you know, my high school sweetheart and, um, love her to death. And I told him, I said, you know, I we can't go to a bar here in my own hometown. People know me without some compliment being some type of offensive name being said. So I said I just won't go. He said, "Oh, ain't nothing gonna happen. Ain't nothing gonna happen." So I proved the point. I said, "You know, I can come down here, and I said I guarantee we won't be in the bar twenty minutes, and somebody will make a comment." But I said I can take you to a juke joint where you'll probably be the only black guy, white dude in the bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I guarantee you nobody will say anything to you. He said, oh, I, I don't believe that. And I said, well, prove the point. <laughs> you know, we went to one of the bars one night as you go out of town here, Bridge Inn, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah, hear his yeah. band. Yeah. Wasn't sitting in the bar for 10 minutes, you know, and he was so mad. He was ready to kill this guy, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. that oh, made yeah. a comment. And I told him, I said, no. And the sad thing was, this was the joke about it, uh, Pudge, when we talk about it, we think back of that. When I left the bar that night, my wife and I left the bar that night. I said, you know, I'm going to watch a set. And I said, then I'm out of here. I said, I, I didn't come here anyway. I said, the only reason I'm in here is to hear you. And uh, a friend of mine, 
a friend of ours used to be, not a friend of mine, but I went to school with him. He was older than me. It was Gary Murray. It was Gary yeah. Murray's bar well, at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when I left, I told this friend of mine, who was probably my best friend out Jackson, Roger Rippeth, Roger oh, Punkin. Yeah, Punk. oh, yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Punkin's been friends ever since we were this tall. And I was like, I said, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I said, I'll never foot, step foot back in this bar. I said, this damn bar can burn down <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, my wife and I, we go and go on home. Yeah. Long story short, <laughs> this is what was crazy. Roger calls me the next morning. He goes, Kenny, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean what I'm doing? I said, I'm in bed, man. I said, and, and I talked about it. I said, I told you about your club, man. Yeah. I said, I, that's the reason I don't go to these places. Yeah. And I said, right. you know, if I don't have to. You know, there's no mm -hmm. reason. You know, if yeah. I can avoid a conflict, I'm going to. Sure. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, he goes, well, where'd you go when you left the bar last night? I said, hell, I went home. What do you mean where I went? I said, and he goes, uh, he goes, well, the damn bar burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're kidding me. He goes, no. He said, the bar burnt down. And he said, and you sat right there with, talking to me and Gary and said, yeah. I wouldn't give a shit if you walked, <laughs> walked out of here tonight. And I said, if this damn thing burnt down, then the damn bar burnt down. I, I think they pretty well know who did and that. And I, like, I was like, well, I said, there ain't nothing lost. I said, they probably got some type of insurance or something. Yeah. I said, did anybody get hurt? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, no. He said, I said, did you get your equipment out? He goes, oh, yeah, I got my equipment out. Out. If it had been the night before, though, his equipment well, would have been in the left it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I said, you know. <laughs> but I was like, you know, waiting on the Jackson County police to come yeah, to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, can you step outside or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'd to like to talk to you about a fire. Yeah. 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 So that would have been in the late 90s. So, oh, I mean, it was crazy. So yeah. people were still giving you, like, they were Oh, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, you know, that's, that's always, I mean, whenever we played a Wellston Waverly football game, it was two of the most the worst games you could play mm -hmm. because you always had that going on. Oh you know? yeah, and uh, and the why did you tune it out? Play it. Th that was the thing. I could tune it out playing if I would have been on the defensive side of the ball my junior mm -hmm. and senior year, just yeah, like yeah, I was talking yeah, to yeah, Chad yeah. earlier. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you know, and, but you know, we had a the the new coach that was hired after Coach Buckles left. You know, believed in platooning, and I only played one side of the ball. Okay, and you know, so that was the thing, and and. You know, and and I just always had an issue with that. And of course, you know, who was to, that? To coaches some know. to coaches yeah. some days. It was a coach after Buckles. Coach after Buckles. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. Coach Finnick. Finnick. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Ron. Okay. Ron. Okay. Finnick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he and mm -hmm. you know, and I felt I was probably the best athlete on the team, but mm -hmm. I couldn't play on the defense side of the ball. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. so to him, by causing that discussion, then I was an attitude problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. You know, and you can check with Mr. Coyne, Mr. Mm -hmm. Bevins, any one of them. I was never an attitude problem. Mm -hmm. I was a good student. I come out of Jackson High School with a 3.5 GPA. Mm -hmm. you went know, to Central. Could have went wherever I wanted to, mm -hmm. but I ended up going to Central because I didn't really want to play college football because my last two years it sort of soured me on it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. yeah. And as a matter of fact, um, Central State had asked my brother because Darvin was playing up there, and they – and. Uh, Coach Walker, who was, he said, your little brother hadn't signed with anybody, has he? And Darwin goes, no, he said he hadn't. He said, I don't think he's going. He said, Coach Walker had one more scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that yeah. that night. So, And I stayed way out in Lee Hollow Road, way out on the hill in Lee Hollow Road. And Roger was coming out, Punkin was coming out that night. Right. I mean, Punkin was going to hang out, you know, 
because we were rebels because we hang out with the musicians yeah. you know so the, you know and they thought that was probably a big thing too i mean well musicians but you were you know they always thought we were heads you know and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and yeah. you know people can think whatever they want to they're I going really, to i really didn't care they're going to anyway <laughs> yeah, right. so you know but that was the thing so roger roger had came out because me and him he came out to the country and picked me up and me and him was headed to athens and my dad goes uh we just got a phone call i said for what he said coach walker and I said, Coach Walker, he said, yeah, from Central State. He said, he's on his way down here. And I said, for what? He said, he's got a national letter intent. And he said, he said, you're going somewhere. He mm -hmm. said, I don't care where you go, but he said, you're going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, because I really thought about going to the military, but at that oh. point in time, it was Vietnam. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And I had two brothers that went in the military. And my older two brothers, when they came out, they told me, no, you don't want to go to the military. Mm -hmm. They told me that. They said, no, the military ain't what it's cut out to be. They said, it's. You know, it's as bad in the military as it is anyway, anywhere and stuff. Mm -hmm. So so my dad told me, me and Roger was leaving, Punk and come out, and he goes, uh, well, he's not going anywhere right now. And I said, what do you mean I ain't going anywhere? I said, we were leaving. And he goes, no. He said, you got Coach Walker here. So about an hour and half hour later, Coach Walker pulls in and has a letter of intent. And Friday night, I signed a letter of intent. Sunday night, I reported to camp. And... Hey, have you ever heard of AP Prep? Look them up at apprep.info. If you want to earn the day and be your best you, they got boxing classes, they got individual classes for your kids. So look those guys up at apprep.info in Chillicothe, Ohio. You'll be glad you did. The rest is history. The rest is history. Did, did four years there, five years? I did four years. Four years there. Yeah. Got your bachelor's. Got my bachelor's teaching. degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so all this time, all, you know, and that's what I think a lot of people don't understand about growing up in this area i mean so you you've pretty much had i don't want to say bad experiences because i mean hell there's been a lot of good experiences. Yeah, i mean too. we've had good experiences yeah. yes, together. yes we have and um, yes, we have well it's certainly not a melting pot of diversity no, no in jackson no, and no. That, that had to create some challenges and were people i mean were they just outwardly no, they were to you, or, or was it like a look you'd see, it, or like you know, snide comment? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. always a look you see, but the comments never was there because if ever there's if ever there was a comment, there was an altercation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's, that's what that's what stops a lot so of that. that yeah. was, so that was a difference, but yeah. you know, so you eventually just realize who you you realize who your friends are, right? Mm -hmm. right. And you realize who you aren't, who they they aren't, and you just yeah. you just go about your business and like you just when, when you stay like, away from things, like you know, you 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 played sports obviously and that kind of stuff and football like did, did you like when you were around the team did you feel like uh, the team was a place where you didn't have to worry about that kind of nonsense or i mean in in most cases it depended on the team but, but like i said i only played uh, i played football for four years mm -hmm. i uh, made a varsity basketball team my freshman year mm -hmm. and played my sophomore year in varsity basketball and i also ran track and field my freshman sophomore year yeah yeah but then i never played basketball or track and field my junior, After my junior and senior year, I just continued to play football. And like uh -huh. I said, I had an opportunity to go other places. You know, sure. uh, Coach Buckles wanted me to follow him when he went yeah. there. And, uh, of course, I told you Coach Lutz had uh -huh. mentioned. And uh -huh. then, you know, he wanted me to transfer to Arnton, come on down uh -huh. Arnton, you uh -huh. know, and play because he knew there was a coaching change. And But, you know, I had a – you know, people say um, coaches can make a big difference in your life, you uh -huh. know, and they can also hurt it. Mm -hmm. in cases sure. and stuff sure. like that and i felt you know that by me not being able to play on both sides of the ball that caused a lot of things too because sure. you couldn't get away with you know i mean we could fight then 
because uh-huh. it'd usually take you two and a half, three hours to play a football game mm-hmm. between Wellston and Waverly and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know if you remember Waverly in, uh, uh-huh. what, 70? It would have been seven. Remember when you had to fight? Big the big fight. fight. The big were fight. They, yeah. Were yeah. they emptied the stands? Both yeah. stands emptied. Yeah. Well, they? see, we went down there, and that was the thing about it. And that was uh, Coach Buckles. Okay. Okay. Because we had just drove the field, and it was it was 14 to 13. And I come this over This is to, your sophomore year? This is my sophomore year. I was a quarterback. Uh-huh. And Coach Buckles. He's a quarterback. Okay. Yeah. And Coach Buckles told me, he said, uh, of course, we didn't. Mike, Mike Buckley was kicking. He was a good mm-hmm. kicker, bless mm-hmm. his soul. I like mm-hmm. Mike. Mike was a good guy, too. But I told, but Coach Buckles actually asked me, he said, what do you want to do? I said, let's beat their ass right here. Yeah. And I said, I want the ball. Mm-hmm. He said, okay. You know, it's almost a thing from the later movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, and I told him I wanted the ball. And he called yeah. the play and we beat him. Mm-hmm. You know, I went in the end zone, turned around. Next thing I know, I'm getting pummeled. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Fans. Yeah. Oh, fans. They came well, from everywhere. They came from they? everywhere. Yeah. We had yeah. the police escorted around to the side of the building. Uh-huh. They police escorted when we left around the side of the building because that was the first time we beat Waverly. Uh-huh. This was right after the 901 year, too. Right after the 901 year. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's hot. Oh, it was crazy. Hot. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're talking because, you, you know, you talk to them guys. They talk crap to you all oh, year yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And, and fans are coming out in yeah. the field oh, fighting yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeff Duncan, bless mm-hmm. his heart, ended uh-huh. up breaking. Well, Jeff Duncan, he ended up getting killed in an automobile crash okay. his senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Jackson Elementary boy. Okay, you know, offensive guard. Um, so he's coming to your rescue. Defensive tackle. Been your buddy all the oh, time. Oh, they was done him and Buckley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, well, you know, I we was handling it, but we was getting back and we was just trying to get each get <laughs> yeah. people off of each other and yeah. stuff. And yeah. and uh, the a coach from Waverly grab mike it was shoemaker mr shoemaker yeah, he was a uh, wound up being a state representative yeah not merle but mike. his mike yeah yes <laughs> yeah and mike had buckley and mike had buckley and and uh jeff ended up kicking breaking three of his ribs <laughs> i mean that night and i mean it was a brawl that's what i've heard i've oh, heard it, it was, was a flat ass brawl a friend of mine had a a friend of mine had that on uh video Big. that yeah. i had seen and i said man it and now, did, didn't the Jackson fans get involved as well? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> as we were coming off the field, they did. Okay. Okay. You know, because. Oh, I'm it, sure mamas yeah. saw babies getting oh, it was beat crazy. on by yeah. other mamas. And <laughs> it, it got crazy. I mean, yeah. it was like, you know, I mean, all of a sudden these people just running out of the stands to fight us and we're like you know and i'm sure i'm sure you were dealing with racial Buckles. slur after racial slur. no we didn't not really? not that night it wasn't too bad i mean during the game but yeah. you know i played offense and defense then so it was yeah. a little different you know we you didn't have to be side, go ahead and yeah. sidelined yeah. here in the stands yeah. you can you'd be yeah. out on the field yeah, yeah. You'd be out on the field and you know and you're out there and you can and you know when you're out on the field you guys play you oh, can yeah. zone yourself out and you oh, can also yeah. You can also do your business too. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you to. control it. Take it, you yeah. know. Yeah, take it out on somebody. Yeah. But you know, I don't know how many times I was bit, pinched, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. punched, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're like, and you get up and you can't do anything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, let me let me play some defense, man. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. But you know, so that's the that's the issues that I had there. I felt I could have been but I really felt basketball was my best sport. Well, I, I've always I heard it. stayed with it. I've, I just think it's a true testament. I mean, because I, I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this story. I've never told you this, but I had a real good friend. One of my best friends in college was a boy named Jason Whitehead, mm-hmm. and uh, he's up in Cleveland now. Uh, still stay in pretty close contact with him, and I, he loved to fish. Loved to fish. He mm-hmm. was a black guy from. Uh, he was from like. Uh, 
L- Lorraine, mm-hmm. Ohio. But he loved to fish. And, and, I mean, I was a local boy kind of for OU. I was living at OU going to hockey. And uh, me, this, uh, the guy kept his boat at my house. So whenever I want to go fishing, I just take his boat. So one day I told Whitehead, I said, I said you want to go fishing? He said, yes. Yeah. So I brought him down to Lake Rupert. We're just tearing up. We're just tearing him up on that rock wall along 683. Yep. <laughs> and this, I, this is ne- I'd never seen this before. Okay. And it just really opened up my eyes. And I was like, wow, man. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was, um, I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I, you know, I mean, I didn't know if they were going to come, you know, go get people. I mean, I'm, we're in a boat. I mean, you're a sitting duck. Um, they, they drove up and down the road, just, just screaming the N word at him. Yeah. And, and I remember looking at him and I said, man, Jason, I said, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I, I did not know this was going to happen. I promise you. And he goes, I, I he, he was kind of like you in a way. Cause he was kind of like, Pudge, I don't know if I want to go down there. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, you know, you'll be fine. You know, nah, you do. You, 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 you know, if you can avoid conflicts as the older you get, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. when you're young and cocky, I mean, let's do it. But the older yeah, you get yeah. and stuff. And yeah. either way, you know, if things would happen, we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to lose. I mean, mm-hmm. I could be, you know, it was like, and I never had a lot of problem with the, with the students. And, you know, if you're talking yeah. about the Jackson High School. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because there's, there's a lot of good people in Jackson. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And you were a great guy. That but helped. it, was the, it mm-hmm. was the lot of the older people, the teachers and stuff mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, it was just little things like that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and uh, I mean, the variety of women, you know, you mm-hmm. used to, I remember two or three teachers tell me, well, you need to date your own kind. Well, hell, the only people I have here is cousins in this group. So. <laughs> that's like, that's like I, saying that in an Amish yeah, living room yeah, in Jackson. Yeah. And, and, I don't, and I don't go there, so, yeah, you right, know. Yeah. So I said, They you would know, tell you that. Oh, yeah. I've had a few of them tell me that, and I just tell you know, them. that's got to be a sign of the And time, I just tell man. them basically, yeah. and I just tell them basically, you know, you, you take care of you, I'll take care yeah, of me. Yeah. So, but you sort of space yourself from it. But then you know they're in a position where a few of them were in a position where they could actually have an effect on your life and that's mm-hmm. when i was going back to the colleges and stuff you mm-hmm. know i had colleges i had college recruiters that had contacted me and said have you received this no i never received this mm-hmm. and i was like they said you're serious mm-hmm. and i said no i haven't received this and come find out got to give a shout out to mrs eubanks was really a, a good lady june mm-hmm. eubanks was good but my favorite probably my favorite a teacher at the high school uh, in my years there was Alice Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Alice Smith was just salt of the earth. Yeah. yeah, and she was just she was just you know she was she was straight up. Mm-hmm. You know she was there yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. and how it should be and stuff and mm-hmm. and you know you know in most cases I mean racism is there it's alive and well it's i was gonna ask you it's never gone anywhere and i almost feel like it's worse the last well the last four or five years it has it has gotten worse you know and one of the worst things one of the worst things i've seen is this new concealed carry law that people have Uh because that just gives and and i don't mean this in any way gives you false confidence well that Uh just gives a redneck so to speak if they have any type of difference of opinion with me mm-hmm. the right to shoot me and then it's a stand your ground law which is a bunch of shit to me mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you know but that's what it is and i've had two incidents actually happen like that you really? know oh yeah mm-hmm. where you know a guy you know i i taught for 30 years at Uniota high school mm-hmm. and then i retired and then i went back and taught five years at pioneer well 
taught really one year, and then I was an instructor assistant. Which one's Pioneer? Pioneer School? No, Pioneer's the school, school for the around. disabled. Yeah. Oh, okay. The autism yeah. disabled. Best yeah. place I ever. Best place I've ever worked. Best okay. group of people I've ever worked with. If I'd have went there, forty years ago, I'd have never wasted my time in the public school system huh. because, you know, as a coach, you weren't given the opportunities. You know. Uh-huh. You know, once I taught, you wasn't given opportunities to coach and stuff, things like that. And you still look around. There's still not a lot of African-American coaches anywhere in the league or Vin anything County. else. Vin County. Just Vin County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got a mm-hmm. football coach. They did. And, and did you see what they did? Did, did you it. see how he rallied that team this year? He did a nice job. He did a nice job. He did. Mm-hmm. I've, always, I've always said for years, Vinton County had the best-looking group of athletes oh, I've seen. My. Oh, my. They just weren't coached. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in reference mm-hmm. to anybody that's been there, any mm-hmm. name, but they just weren't coached. Mm-hmm. But Benton County always had some stud-looking kids because we got two of the kids at Chillicothe that transferred in their senior year. Mm-hmm. Zach, Zach Ray was one of them. Mm-hmm. Hell of a running back for us. And he's now a law enforcement officer in uh, Chillicothe. And then John, I can't remember John's last name, big offensive, mm-hmm. defensive tackle. They come and did a great job for us mm-hmm. at yeah. Chillicothe. And, you know, and, and I'm happy for a lot of the kids there because we, you know, it's, it's, it's just different. I mean, and, well, pe- now, and people don't realize that. So, so, Kenny, touch on this if you don't mind. I mean, you, you came from a very strong family. I mean, uh, from what I know, I have a very tight-knit family. I've always heard great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so what, was, what, what message did your parents give you? When you're going in and facing stuff, yeah, like was you coming that. home like, telling like, them? Yeah, what, what was their or what what was their view on that, or how, how did they how did they prep you for that? Yeah, in Jackson in the '60s, my yeah. dad my my dad was a my dad was a guy. He always he always told us he uh, he said you treat people how you want to be treated, mm-hmm. and he said people that don't treat you right, he said you space yourself from them. He said because you really don't have to be around them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I can imagine the things they went through. You know, when I've talked to my grandmothers oh, my, and yeah, things like yeah. that, some of the things they did that they had to go through, and and he would always say, protect yourself. He mm-hmm. said, you know, you have to watch out. He said, be around groups. You know, like you said, the uh, when you and the kid from Lorraine was out there fishing and the people's going by, we you still worry about that. Oh, if, that would happen you know, today if, if you're by. Well, it has happened. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's yeah. happened a bunch of times. You <laughs> yeah, know, and yeah. things like that, and. And it's like that when you, you know, it's it's been like that around here for years, ever since I can remember. Do you think it's just around, like as a guy from here? I mean, I, and I know it's predominantly maybe. It's, like it's, every, a, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere, isn't it? It's everywhere. But yeah. Southern Ohio's real bad about it. Is it? Yeah. In general. It's it's always been that way. You know? Yeah. And, uh, but. Man, that's, that's like borderline. I mean, that's embarrassing. But, I mean, that's, I mean. Well, you know, and, and my mom, you know, she was just a, she was just a lady. She, matter of fact, the. Only two times my mom, my mother watched me play football. I got injured in both games. Oh, mom! Yeah. Did you say, "Mom, stay away"? My mother, yeah. and she, she said, "I'm not coming to watch you play anymore." <laughs> it's like I told you. She told me a long time ago if I sang country music and played baseball, I'd been a rich man by yeah. now. <laughs> but I didn't care for either, yeah, yeah. so therefore, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm still gonna get to that country train. <laughs> I did get you. And I, I obviously do. I, I do some country now. You with do. The band you, do you do a little Stapleton. That I do now. Yeah. I do some Stapleton, and I do some. Uh, See, it tells you how much I know. Well, but, but didn't you say you just had a steel guitar, though? Or? No, he doesn't play. He plays the guitar for you. Oh, okay, okay. But he can play. Um, he was at the. This guy was at the Marquet. Kane, Kane Brown. I do a couple oh, tunes by never, Kane. Kane Brown was never at the Marquet. 
He was somewhere up here, I thought. He might have been. Because I, yeah. I remember Dave McPherson was complaining about it. He said, out of all the country artists you can have, why would you bring in Kane Brown no, or something yeah, like no, that? No, he wasn't, he wasn't okay, there. Okay, maybe no. it wasn't. But I do a song by Kane okay. Brown now, which is really good. Because my guitar player and I are also doing a duo act, too. Uh-huh. And uh, then I got my band. I got probably, you know, that was the thing that basically kept me sane over the years because I started playing music when I was 14 years old. Oh, I know. I've, I've found some old relic pictures and, of you. And uh, Charlie Orinder. Yeah. You know, yeah. rest his soul. But Charlie Orinder was the one that got me playing music. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Charlie Orinder was considered the bad boy, so yeah. to speak, everybody. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, of course, Dave, mm-hmm. you know, and Ronnie Burton from Oak Hill, Bob Milliken, mm-hmm. you know, and both. You know, all of them are gone. Well, mm-hmm. Charlie, Bob, and Ronnie are gone. Dave's still living. Uh, Bud Cosby was in the band. Mm-hmm. Construction projects? Think Geiger Brothers of Jackson. All your construction and engineering needs. Scott Massey, friend of the program. Look him up. 740-286-0800. And uh, Garen Hughes was in the band. Okay. So, you know, we had, and, and that's what we did. We played music. And, yeah. And I remember one time the biggest. You and uh, Donnie Jenkins? Yeah, I played with Donnie later. Uh, yeah, you know. uh, Bob Eubanks. Bob Eubanks, Bob Farley. Bob Farley. Brian Joseph. Yeah, I have that picture. You know, and, yeah. You know, and we just, so, so that was the thing that sort of kept me sane because it kept it around people that enjoyed music and people that appreciated enjoyed you. us, yeah. you know, but but still you had some issues, you, but... We were always a we were always a pretty tight knit group, you know. That was the thing yeah. about it. You know, I, I remember that was one of the you know after after getting out of the bar business, there was several things that I was pretty proud of that I was able to do there. And and you that Valentine's Day party that we did that time that was a good one. Wasn't it? That was a, I mean I don't give a damn what any of them say. That was a good one. That was a good one. That I was mean, a good one. They talk about like them old days, but and that was as packed as it was then. That was a good one. Yep. Yeah. I that mean that was uh, I think we sold. Uh, 330 tickets something yeah. like that i mean i mean just incredible yeah. well you've probably played that place many times though no i've just played it one is time that, is, is that right well no he no he played did the new year's eve too well you did but you the lounge you played lounge a lot yeah we used to play yeah, the lounge that's what i mean that's what i was saying yeah. you used to play the lounge and you used to play the youth center oh uh, okay you know what i found Oak Hill teen center <laughs> yeah, yeah wellston center yeah speaking speaking of uh oh, times God. changing yeah Okay. Um, I I just there again. I was really proud to bring you back because I've all my life I've heard you know Kenny Valentine. I yeah. my dad being proud of the fact he being oh, yeah. at Bainbridge Fall Festival leaves and standing in the back and waving at Kenny Valentine <laughs> playing. Yeah, yeah, and I mean yeah, I've heard yeah. this you know this name and and yeah. and I was uh, you know. I wanted to always bring back that uh, that style, like bring back those bands and and, and do all that. But uh, you know your your bunch. They'll pay. They'll pay you to come. They'll pay you a ticket price. Yep. But it's a different style. They're going to drink water. <laughs> Where the young kids, they're not going to pay a cover charge, uh-huh. and they're going to drink thirty beers. Well, that's the reason. Yeah. That's the reason I always enjoy playing places that don't have a TV or pool tables. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's people. Because people that come to these shows appreciates music. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and that's the kind of show. And your brother like David, once he hits the dance floor. My cousin. That's He's your cousin. cousin. Yeah. yeah, that's my cousin. Okay. That's Clayton's dad. Yeah, Clayton. No, I graduated with Clayton. Yes. Well, I yeah. thought you were calling Coy David. Coit David is my older brother. Yeah. Okay. Coit David. Yeah. Coit David. David Valentine graduated with you. David and Priscilla graduated with your brother Gary. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. Your dad. Yeah. And uh, but Coit David is my older brother. See, my older brother was. I have I have three brothers: Jimmy, James, Coit David, and Darwin. Uh huh. And then I had four sisters. Okay, seven of you total. Eight of us. Eight of two. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't realize your family was that big. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think David Clayton's dad. I think he graduated with our dads. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember during the alumni tournament, they wore his uh, uh, something on their his initials or something on their jersey because during Desert Storm, he was he couldn't come back and play in the alumni tournament, and uh, they wore his name on their jerseys or something. I remember that was. And see, and and that's another thing because I know my uncle Pete Gillum Insurance. We've got lots of things happening at Gillum Insurance. We have moved to two twenty eight Broadway right now, guys. With COVID and the pandemic going on, don't be the one caught without life insurance. So give us a call seven four zero three nine five zero three five seven. He was Rust, uh, Roger and Rusty Cosby, mm, dad. Bill Cosby's yep, dad. Yep, you yep, know, yep. he was a veteran of. Everything. All these wars and stuff, and he never would accept his awards because, you know, Uncle Pete said years ago when, you know, they would take the white soldiers to these real nice hotels and stuff and give them their awards, and he said they'd take us someplace back, the, all the the black black soldiers out someplace. He said, hell, you would think they were taking you to kill you or something to hang you and stuff, and he mm-hmm. said, so he wouldn't re, he wouldn't accept his awards. And a shout out to Mark Haller. Uh, uh-huh. Coach Hallers. Paul. 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 Okay, Paul, not Mark. Yeah, Mark's his brother. But yep. but yep. Paul's got that situated, and he had that real nice event for Uncle Pete. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. That okay. Was awesome. You remember that, yep. where they I gave did. him that? Yeah. And then Uncle Pete, was uh, he died uh, About a year ago, almost it? a month and a half before his 101st birthday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy to think. I mean, it, and I hope that times get better going forward. What, what like I hate to even hear these stories. Yeah, about, it's, like, it's it's kind of embarrassing. It is, and it's gut wrenching. Like, I don't like the, the way I look at it as somebody that, you know, born and bred in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like your, your name, the Valentines. I mean, here it's like. The, the community takes so much pride in what you guys yeah, did. I don't know if you really know that as, or not, as, but but the, the community that, that I grew up in yeah. and, and the, and the surroundings, you, your I family mean, is looked at as, yeah. as top-notch. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And, and, Le- legendary. Yeah, I mean, and I, and and I was. They really yeah, were. Legendary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can remember being excited. Kinda, and that's you know no. that that's that's what like. And then then you hear that and you think, ah mm-hmm. oh, man. You yeah. Know, you know, I, I hate to hear that. And, and you just wonder like if it was like that part about it. Like if it was if it was in that other world like that maybe we were in. Maybe we could do something about it. But it's like <laughs> there's that there's that another level. I don't want to say down, but like that level that's like you're just not going to get to. You know, yeah. you're like you're not you're, you're not going to get way, to way, it. way they're raised and, and everything else, man. And that's what it's all about. And today's media just pours gas on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. today's media. Well, it all depends on what media station that you. I don't listen to any of them. I don't listen to nothing. And that's a lot of things that I stopped doing too. I stopped getting on the social media thing because because mm-hmm. yeah. you know I've seen so many guys that I went to school with since all this mess in the last four mm-hmm. or five years went on, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of the statements they made, and I'm like. Ah oh, man, it, it yeah. it'll change your thoughts on it, a person. It changed my whole idea about different yeah. people, people I've that known I know. My whole life, I'm yeah. like, oh it my really god, did. you're an idiot. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> and I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. It about really me. did, and I'm sure they probably do. But yeah, you know, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, right. You know, but usually, yeah. all these years, you were a dumbass. Yeah. I'd have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and I'm sure I'm going to look at them a different way the next time I see them. Absolutely, because for that simple reason, so, you know, and so, I'm like. Kenny, let, let's go here. All right, you you live in Chillicothe now, uh-huh. okay, and you've been there for a good while, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot more diversity in Chillicothe. There's more diversity, but you still have same, the same, same issues in Chillicothe. Okay, okay. You're gonna have the same problems pretty much everywhere you go, depending okay. on where you go. Okay, you know that. But, but the that's a, so that's everywhere you're saying. I yeah, mean, it's, it's pretty it's, much gonna be everywhere. Okay, it's yeah. everywhere. I mean, every place you go, you have to watch where you're going. You have to watch. I mean, seriously, when I'm driving, when I leave here tonight, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to be aware of what's going on with me when I go home. 
yeah. because there's not a there's not a time that I come to Jackson, believe it or not, mm-hmm. that I probably won't get stopped for some reason. Uh, you I, told me that. You said you know, it don't matter. Unreal. You said you've been pulled over here, uh, coming Same in and out of here for 30 years. We were in Caddis. We were in Caddis, Ohio. Caddis uh, or Caddis? Caddis. Where's Caddis at? Way up north. We, our band was in Caddis, Ohio, and we played. We got, and we went in. We were the third band one night, and uh, and I'd never been to Caddis, Ohio. C-A-D-I-Z is how you yeah, spell it. Okay. And Cadiz. I was like, yeah. Cadiz. <laughs> well, the guy that went school, the guy that went school there with that I work with, he pronounce it's caddis you know yeah, whatever yeah. but anyway first band played second band played and we never heard the first band and we get there like midway through the second band playing and they were so loud it was unreal this place was going nuts okay going nuts i'm like oh jesus i'm the only black dude in the place yeah i'm like oh jesus here we go i said we're in the hell because the guitar player was the one booked this job he got paid well and i was like jesus did you even check out this place before we come up here i mean the place was nice Mm -hmm. so we were met in we were met in the we were i was met as i walked into the bar by the manager saying god damn i hope your band's better than these two bands that's played and I said, well, I said, you just got to give us a listen. You mm-hmm. know, he said, because I'm not paying these guys. And oh, I was well. like, well, you're going to pay us. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's, I said, uh, I don't know you're going to pay us. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, but anyway, we ended up, we ended up playing and there was a, almost a war before the, you know, we played. So the, a biker come in, this guy was man mountain, you know, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there and he goes, you know, and I'm sitting there, I'm walking up to set up. You know, and he goes, this big tree trunk comes out in front of me, and he, he goes, uh, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm the band. You know, he said, oh, really? He said, well, I hope you're better than these first two bands that played. Yeah. I said, well, you just have to sit and listen, don't you? So he goes, uh, so we get started. We played about two songs. He gets up. This guy's like six, 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 seven, probably three eighty. I mean, yeah. he's huge, and I'm like, oh Jesus! So he goes. He comes up. He goes. I'm gonna make a phone call. He said, I like you guys. You know, he didn't say boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, I like you guys. I said, well, good. I said, go ahead and call. So about that time, about fifteen, twenty minutes later, you heard Harley's just roar. You know, <laughs> just roaring in. You know, and I'm like. Okay, here we go. I know it's going to be a party now because the blues is in the house yeah, yeah. and we had it. And uh, he's like, so we get finished playing. I mean, the place was partying. I mean, drinking, weed coming through the, yeah. the outside. I mean, you're sitting there. I've and, never smelled it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people just coming through there and we're sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and so we get finished playing. So we walk out and he goes, you guys going to play one more? And I said, well, I said, we were scheduled to play until this such a time. He said, well, I'll give you some money. You play one more. I said, okay. So he threw some money at me and stuff, and we played another one. So we get finished playing that, and we get finished and walked out, took his arm out, and he goes, you guys going to play? I said, no, God damn, man. I said, every yeah. song we play, we come out of here, you're going to stick your arm out? Yeah. And I said, you going to stop me? I said, yeah. so he threw some money down. He said, I'm, I want whatever this is worth. So... Long story short, I never drank a drop the whole night. Never did anything the whole night. We pull out. Me and my wife get in the car. I seen the police officer sitting across the street as we pull out. Now, you could have picked up anybody that walked out of that bar (laughs) but me. Yeah. And you'd have had your quota. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so to speak. So he... 
pulls in behind me, and I seen my drummer pull out, and I knew maybe my, that's why he pulled in. No, nope. and I knew my I knew my <laughs> drummer work. I knew my drummer was drinking, so I pulled in behind him and let him go because if he but I knew he wasn't gonna pull over. So anyway, we're going up the road, and here's this big ass dog laying in the road. It was dead, so I just sort of moved to the right, went around. The next thing I know, lights come on. So he pulls me over and he goes, where are you coming from? I said, you know where I'm coming from. I said, you just watched me walk to my car. Yeah. You know, just little stuff like that. <laughs> and he goes, well, I seen you swerve to the right. I said, we obviously seen that big ass dog in the road too. Then. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, well, I need to see your license, registration, proof of insurance. I said, well, they're in the boot, officer. And I said, I need to get in the boot in my car to get it. So, of course, he shined his light all in the car doing all this shit. So we go to the back. Of course he's on me and stuff things like that and i have a duffel bag get my billfold out here it is and i said you know i'm standing in the back of the car telling him i said you know you could have picked out anybody else to come out of there and i said you'd have probably got him yeah. and i said i haven't drank a drop haven't done anything so i said so so he uh he in turn checks me out gives me my stuff back he said well you can you can head on down the road now. I said, that probably fucking disappoints you now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's just what I told him. I mean, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. edit that too. <laughs> but I told him, I said, that yeah. disappoints you, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Boy. you can just tell that. And I said, you know, and it was just, and, you, and, and you, that's the stuff you get all the time. The, yeah. With the exception of, in Columbus, Ohio, you don't get it as much in Columbus, right. Ohio, because, but anywhere down in this area, mm -hmm. you know. So most, it's, it's literally everything you do. It's going to be, it's it's going to be, you know, I mean, 400 years, man. I mean, come on. I was thinking, yeah. I was like, how you know? I was, I was thinking last night after I talked to dad, I was like, you know, I was just thinking about, let's say you would have been in the line. Of, let's say your mom would have brought you and your seven brothers and sisters into, into town and you're standing at the, at the line, you know, getting your groceries, holding up the line or something, you know what I mean? Just how easy probably somebody back then would have fired something off. You know, you know, Pudge, I, I, uh, I had one incident. My mother was at Four Winds Rest Home the last 11 years of her life. And uh, I used to go visit my mother, bring her in town, get her mm -hmm. something to eat and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming through town one day with my mother when they used to circle the cars you know how all they, are cruising up yeah. there i was a cruiser yeah <laughs> why oh i loved it i loved it why, why it, the was, it was like facebook on a friday Last night man. <laughs> I, when i seen that i was like oh you want to go to jack's what the hell would you do that for yeah i i didn't understand it but anyway i'm bringing my mother down through town and here all of a sudden he's i mean i was so damn mad to the point i mean because my mother was in there mm -hmm. i got took my mother back and come back Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to clean this corner off, you know, mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah. You know, and I said, and, and that, that probably wouldn't have bothered me unless they touched me, unless I had my mother there. And my mother just looked at me and she goes, it's been that way for and forever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she said, you just take care of yourself. And she said, because my dad told me when I, you know, uh, got married, he said, you love this girl, you're going to treat her right. He said, but. You have to realize there's going to be a lot of things. And my sons has faced a lot of that, too, being biracial and mm -hmm. stuff and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. You know, He's my age, isn't he? He's close. Uh, 40. 40. Mm, both of my sons are older than you. Not much, though, right? Well, Todd Four will be, Todd's 46 here. 46 and 42, 43, probably? 42. Yeah. Troy's 42. Yeah. Todd's 40. Todd will be 46. Mm -hmm. and I, so. I know they would have dealt with it in mm -hmm. high school. Oh, he's he's dealt with it here coming in visiting his friends just recently, a few years ago, up here at the pub. Really? You know? Uh, yeah. And Todd's not somebody that's gonna back down. And I told him, no. I said, you know, I said, You got you gotta be the smarter too. Sometimes 
it's good to step away before, especially with all this stuff that's going on now, mm-hmm. because you you just don't know mm-hmm. who's going to pull a gun out, who's going to do something, mm-hmm. you know, to hurt somebody. It's a different day, like isn't it? Such a different, a different day. day. I noticed that in the bar business. I'm, I'm sure you're seeing it too, because you're playing in a bunch of them. I try to. Well, you know, I limit myself. You don't to, do a lot of bars. I limit myself to the bars I play at. Yeah. Throughout the years, I know there are certain places that I just flat out refuse to play. I won't play. Mm-hmm. And well, but the whole, the, just the whole world, that whole, that whole industry has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, I don't know that it that it's for the good because they talk about you know, and you you've seen it. If anybody's seen this, you have. Um, I really never even saw the days of like just I mean er, just every place in town being packed and 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 you know there was a lot of fights though there was a lot of there was a lot of mischief and a lot of outlaw stuff happening. We never had a I mean and and that's the thing we had. We used to play Memorial Building, Youth Center, and Teen Center. We'd pack them places every time we played, and it never was incidents in them places. It's, yeah, it's because the they came for the music. The spillover when you walk out, when or you when leave, everybody and stuff goes and things to like that. You know, and that's that's the reason I never did hang around, go out, and you know, hang around at the bar. I never did drink a whole lot Mm-mm. because I've always, at least, I'm going to be aware of going on, and that's and that's one of the main things I have with with uh, guys that I have in my band. I tell mm-hmm. them one time, I said, you know, you're not going to be an alcoholic and be in this band. Yeah, simple as that, and. Uh, because I want us to sound as good the first song as we do the last song, and I don't but care what anybody says. You they can't, don't. You don't. You know. They and don't. and you plus, get drunker. and plus that adds yeah, to things please. too. And and I like to be aware of things. Another thing my dad told me: always be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're impaired in any way, you're not yeah. going to be aware of them. And, oh yeah, and that's when well, they go out the window. And with yeah, impairment. you know, you think everything is cool and stuff so, like that, and so then the next thing you know. So I mean, think about this. So your whole life, I mean, you, I mean, I, I I don't know how to say this, but I mean, you know, we've never had to like think of that. Like you know, we've never had this. Like it sounds like from just talking to you, and knowing you, you know, uh, there's a portion of you that that is on guard all the time. You got to be. You. Ha- I think as I think as an African American in general. You have to be, depending on again, it's depending on where you're at, mm-hmm. what your what your surroundings are, and you need to be aware of that. Have you gotten to the point though where you just laugh about it? I don't think I don't think I ever laugh about it. You, I don't you mean know? you know what I mean. Like, I don't think I ever laugh. Where you about just shrug it, it off? I, is what I'm saying. I, I just think I'd be more aware. Mm-hmm. If that's a correct answer to right. that's more of a correct answer to me. I'm more aware of what's going on around me and stuff and if i see things that i know that's uncomfortable with i'm gonna separate myself from that yeah you know just simple as that i'm not gonna wait until the after hours till a crowd leaves and stuff or i'm not gonna go to this party that i don't know nobody or anything like that because you just don't know you know yeah and you know and uh just staying aware yeah you and and aware of your surroundings Mm -hmm. well and, and, and when you're when you're coming up against somebody that's you know ignorant or whatever whatever it's word you ignorance. want to use yeah it's ignorant. you know it, it's really not even worth trying to convince them or talk to them about anything i mean you know it, i think a lot of them i don't think they're trying to i don't think they even know what they're doing well, that's, I, mean, I think I, they're just using that that's what that's easy you know i mean it, it's it's there's no different than work ethic you know it's just that's the easy thing to do you know it's easy to well, call th- guys think, like us fat ass well yeah i think i think that a lot of people i think that a lot of people don't know any better man i mean that's all they've 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 grown up with language like that being acceptable in their household Mm -hmm. you know uh 
I, I mean, where's the first thing they go to? You know, like I said, mm-hmm. it's you know, how many times has somebody said, "Hey, fat ass," or you know, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's like. Okay, well, is that all you got? Like, you know, like, I mean, you know, you're going to have to come a little harder than that, dude. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fat ginger at that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you got you yeah. got all kinds of options in yeah, this box. So, yeah, yeah. but you know, in, in but in but in the same sense, you know, it's, it, like I said, there there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of good people, black, white, or whatever oh, yeah, minority sure, you are. Sure. And then there's a lot of people that's just. You know, has an attitude about you just for they got attitudes. How much money you got? Where <laughs> yeah. you where you where yeah. you live? Yeah. You know, right. what's the color of your skin mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that? What's the family? There's some unhappy you know? sons of bitches. Yeah, out there. you know, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, if I have to be that unhappy, you know, I'm not going to be around you. Yeah, yeah. and that's the right. thing. What do you right. think would help it? Like, going, what do you like? Like, as as my friend, what would you say? You know, is would would help this whole situation? Like, if somebody <sighs> in Jackson is listening oh, to this or. I don't. I. I don't know. I. I don't think. Can it be helped? I don't think it's ever going to be helped. Not in my lifetime. I hope in my grandchildren's mm-hmm. lifetime times change. But I've seen it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. But it, well, yeah, it I thought it was come. getting better for a second. Then yeah. that George Floyd incident yeah. well, happened, see, I, and I, I thought I, it just like skyrocketed. I, said, I, I think a lot but of it. That's a lot the, of it starts that's, at home. People mm-hmm. got to break the cycle at home. And I figured yeah. that would happen with like our generation. That's the I first one. So. That's yeah. the first one that was filmed. How many times did that happen yeah. mm-hmm. before they started putting cameras? So on the and w- you know, and you know, and they talk about the the law. What do you call it, defund the police and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a firm believer in the police. But don't try to tell me that every policeman is a good guy. Don't. Yeah. That's like you trying to tell me every human being is a good guy. That's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah. I know better than that. Not every know? football you know? coach is a good Not guy. Not every football coach yeah. is a good guy yeah. in general. In general. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. So, you know, but before you hire people in these positions that has a say-so in my life, there needs to be some more checking of things. Mm-hmm. You vetting. know, vetting some you more say. background checks, some more vetting and stuff mm-hmm. and things like that. Because if I got a person that's got such and such up on his Facebook page, I'm definitely not going to put a gun in his goddamn hand, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it yeah, is, because he already has an attitude about me in general. Off. Yeah. You know, yeah. for no reason. But like I said, I was going to work that morning, and we had a BIS match day at Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I walk into the little BP store at the end before I get on the highway, right on High Street there, right mm-hmm. across from the, the subway, because I'm five miles from work <coughs> i walk in there was this little dude about your size pudge you know <laughs> <laughs> and and he's never goes, been referred to as a little, little guy, guy. By life. Yeah. and i walk by and he and he goes nice outfit and i never thought anything you know, i never even i just looked at him yeah. and kept walking so i went back and got me a coffee and stuff pack of gum come back in line he was nice outfit and i looked at him i said you talking to me yeah. and he goes yeah, I'm talking to you. I said, well, there's a reason why I'm dressed like this. I said, you obviously didn't look in the mirror before you left the house this morning, you know, dressed like you are. His first move. You got a problem with that? Really? Yeah. Oh, my. I said, uh, let's step outside without that. And I said, yeah, and we'll discuss the problem. And by that time, the lady at the, the boss at the place said, oh, no, no, no. She said, no. You're out of here. And this guy, and uh, she said, no. She said, this is not going to happen. She said, this guy never did anything to you. Yeah. He was talking to this other guy. And he was just a little old redneck in there. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, at 730 in the morning, he's looking for some kind of <laughs> oh, confrontation. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, he gets, he walks out and gets in his truck. She takes his license plate number. Uh-huh. 
okay, and all of this. So a week later, I had forgotten about it. I was so damn mad that night, uh-huh. that morning. I was ready to just uh-huh. follow him, listen yeah. to our thing. But uh-huh. then, again, you you come to your senses, so to speak. Twenty four hour rules are good. You're getting yeah, into yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, and so I go into the store like a week later, and the young lady says, "Did uh, did you ever get contacted?" I said, "About what?" She goes, "I had completely." Not even thought about it. She goes, about that incident happening here. I said, she said, I reported that. Nobody's talked to me right to this day. Now, if the roles would have been reversed, it's a different story. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. They can say what they want to. And I don't have a prejudice bone in my body. Yeah. You know, but I know it's out there. It's always going to be out there. And certain areas, you have to be aware. You have to. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You always do, yeah. because you know it. You know I like breathing. I like waking up mm-hmm. every morning and stuff. Uh, you know, and I'm thankful, blessed to be here this day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm almost 67 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the difference and stuff. So I don't want no hassles with people. Oh, you know, no. I just want to well, go out and do my thing with my friends and stuff. Yeah. I go mean, about my business when I'm done. But you got certain people that just, they just come in a place just Do, do you look at it as, as like kind of a blessing? I know you, you coached sports for, you know, a long time, did that a lot. Was was it, did you did you like to, you know, kind of help and talk to your players? Always did. Still about, do. About, you know. Still do. About issues like that so that it's, it's in the front of their mind. Players, and, students. And I mean, hey, you're, you're white players as well as Players, students, everything. Players, players yeah. students, everything. I've always done it. In my yeah. years of teaching, I always yeah. do that. I was, we was, we was out at school today doing a Black History Month thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like with our, you know, autism kids, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. special needs kids, all the special needs kids. And I was, I was thinking to myself, here we are setting these, sitting here doing this with these kids, but most of your public schools ain't doing it because mm-hmm. they don't want you to hear what's mm-hmm. going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I sat back and, you know, when I, when I would listen to all this stuff and mm-hmm. look at all these things that's happening and stuff and, you know, there's a lot of things you've seen in the last year or two that you never heard of. I know you never heard in the history books at Jackson High School. Oh, I yeah. didn't. No, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I don't think we even learned, like, did we We probably learned Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah, that kind of, but I mean, you know. But I don't it, think, like, the, um, you just, you Malcolm just, X or any of that stuff was taught back You just learned what his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't you know, know about nothing it, about you know, him. But I don't know a whole that. lot about George Washington. Well, so and, I, and, I, I <laughs> and who would care about yeah, that? Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I wasn't paying well, attention I, to much. I mean, I think what you deal with is, is like, the schools, it's like it's taboo. To get up there and talk about stuff like well, that, I was just or sitting here. or like they're they're nervous about it, but man, that's the only solution there is out there is for people to talk about it. But again, I mean, do you think, or is that, or is that you have to talk? You, you have I mean, to talk. You have to talk about it, Chad. But you have yeah. to realize that some of the people that that's in charge of things also yeah. aren't yeah, good people right. in most yeah, cases yeah, right, too. Right, right. Well, yeah. You know, they, I was just they, don't, they don't they don't want to push up. Here. And I hate I hate to be honest, but some people may feel that some yeah. people that's in positions may feel the same way that this. Mm-hmm. But wipe does it's over here. You yeah, know? you never know. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. Again, you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to know mm-hmm. the people you're around and stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's what I've, you know, over the years, I think I've, I have uh, probably five really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe not that many now because I know two of them's gone. But oh. and I mean, what I mean by a good friend is somebody that if I had something serious going on with me right now, I could call him at one o'clock, two o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, and say, "Hey, I need you." He's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Now that's sad that I'm almost sixty-seven years old and I got three people I could depend on to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what's even more sad, you know. And mm-hmm. and with me, you know, I've always tried. You know, it's it's like my dad always said. You know, treat people how you want to be treated, and. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you'll get a good return. No better family than the Gillums. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we stayed right up the hill, and Mr. and Mrs. Gillum, Murdy, and and I just loved them. And she would, because Gary and I were still best of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, because Gary and I are a day apart. The other Gary, know? yeah, the other Gary, the other Gary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my great uncle. Yeah, Gary your, Gillum. That's your great yeah. uncle. Good yeah. man. Yep. And all them guys. You know, and but we were born and raised around these guys. They mm-hmm. know. You know. Now, the difference is, you know, these guys would say, oh, you're your friends. And that's the thing, what I, what I tell the kids now. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, I used to tell my boys, you don't bring anybody in our house to eat at our table if you can't go to their house and eat. Uh-huh. And I said, now that's something different if the kid's hungry. Yeah. Because I'm never going to turn down. If I got food and a kid's hungry yeah. or a child's hungry, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I won't eat. Mm-hmm. for yeah. them to eat mm-hmm. right. but i would tell my kids you don't bring anybody in this house and sit at our table and eat get in our refrigerator and mm-hmm. I, not that i want my kids going to someone else's house getting in the refrigerator <laughs> but yeah in other words if if you can't go to their house and eat they're not going to sit at our house and eat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's just how it is now that's when you check and that's when you know it's coming from and the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. It never has. And mm-hmm. that's the difference. And, and that's the difference in families. And that's how I tell people to judge people now, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and there's still, there's still some kids, you know, yeah, they'll hang out. They'll hang out when the parents ain't there. But when the parents come in, a lot of kids have to leave. It's gotten a whole lot different these days because mm-hmm. kids are making a difference. Yes, they are. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah. the kids are making a difference. The kids don't care who you are. They don't care you what know, color you are. They yeah. don't care what this and is pe- or what's that. People mm-hmm. talk about the children and, and you know, the kids this and they're not this and anymore and blah, blah, blah. They need. I tell you what, I know you're a dad. You, you yeah. have a young child. I have a young child. Yeah. And you're you're still in the school system. I got, I, I got five, four grandchildren. And you got four. And I'm telling you what, you'll never find sweeter people in all your life than these than these kids right now. Kids, yeah. kids would get that. What they say, the what they say, the. Three things that tell you the the truth: a drunk, a drunk, a kid, and leggings. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Boy, man, I've been buying men in some leggings. He's had me tore up, kid. You know, I sit here thinking. You know, Chad and I's te- wives are teachers. You better cut that. Oh no! We wouldn't cut that. I sit here thinking. You know, Chad and I's wife's teachers, and you're a teacher. Yeah. You know, I mean, the public school system, this is a whole other podcast that we might have to do around. If I had it all do over again, I wouldn't have been a teacher. Well, you know, people people are expecting the public school system to be like, you know, the the introduction into Yale or, or you know, yeah. and it's and, and I'm not saying it can't be, right. but I'm saying you're basically getting the uh, the dollar general version. Oh, of education. I mean, you're getting the run of the mill. Depending on where you are. Well, it's, it's not. I mean, you can have some great teachers, but your curriculum, correct me if I'm wrong, it's designed to where, like, if, if I move my family to, you know, Grove City tomorrow and my son enrolls in second grade there, he's going to jump in pretty close to where he left Jackson 
on the books. So, like, that's supposed to be the same curriculum, right? It's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. So, I was just sitting here thinking. So, I mean, you're getting a pretty stripped-down model to make it work for every single <laughs> student, you know. Uh, my buddy Jason Snyder, he, he's over at Annapolis right now, and his family, he's got his daughter enrolled in a, in a private school. You know, it might cost, I don't know. I'm just throwing a number My granddaughter's in a private school. And, I mean, too. you know, you're talking $30,000 a year in Annapolis, and I don't know that's what that's your granddaughter And it's like, well, Jason, he's like, but but my public schools is, is – not Jackson or, or Vinton County or Chillicothe. He's like, the, you know, they don't, we don't know the teachers, nor will we ever mm-hmm. <laughs> in that public school system. He's like, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there thinking like, man, you know, if you really wanted to like open up your brain and, and get some kid fired up, mm-hmm. well, the way to do that is you talk about all these topics, mm-hmm. you know, and no, sure. I'm not, no, and it's almost like uh, uh, race and religion have almost became their own like class. Mm-hmm. Because they've taken Jesus's picture out of the school, you know, we went through that a few years ago. Um, they've taken, to my knowledge, uh, prayer and everything out of the school, right? I, I think so. I, I uh, do they still pledge allegiance? I think they do. They still pledge yeah, allegiance. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Do, what else have they taken out? I don't know. I, I'm, I, I mean, I, I'm not really up. To I know speed. religion. Was yeah. a bit, I'm not either. But I know religion yeah, yeah. was one of them. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's almost like they should start putting things like now, religion. Do you, do you believe in the Star Spangled Banner? Uh, do you know the real Star Spangled Banner? Well, I, I, I hate to open my mouth right now. I'm afraid you're going to embarrass me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want but you to I, do some history on the Star Spangled on Banner. On the Star Spangled Banner. And, okay. you know, because, uh, you know, I, I stand with Cap, Colin Kaepernick. You know, okay. And a lot of people don't. Okay. And Well, explain to me what he even did. I wasn't an NFL he fan. Kneeled. That time. He kneeled. He for the kneeled for because the, the injustices of policemen against blacks. Okay. And... And that's what it was. And then he's been basically barred from the league, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, But you don't say anything for anyone else that does this and all these owners. You know, the professional leagues is all about uh, what is what – it's almost like a plantation mm-hmm. in professional sports, especially football more than anything, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's why, you know, if some of these guys would stand up because you got like what – 78% of the NFL is African American, but then you got one coach, maybe two. It's two now. Two, yeah. yeah. I saw that's the new thing. So, you know, yeah. it's just, well, you know, and that's something that, and it's just these, but you look at these owners, that's why it's not going to happen. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not going to. Are they going to force that? They've no. tried. I mean, the Rooney rule's there, but I mean, it's just always been the, kind of a flimsy. The Rooney yeah. rule's been there ever since yeah, Mike that's been Thomason there for, was hired. So yeah, you're talking about forever. 16, 20 years ago, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's not going to happen. Well, I don't, I just, I guess I don't know how you could, I guess the, you know, like the American You can't Patriot. really force that, but don't, then, but don't put qualifications. Because mm-hmm. if I've got tons of experience and you have none, don't tell me you, they hired you because of me, because of qualifications, because that's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. you, all you got to do is look at us, look at the difference, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. Yeah. And that's all it is in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. That's, the ma- that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. They cover things up with religion, you know, because you've played music. Mm-hmm. You've seen guys that's chasing every skirt in the bar on a Friday and Saturday on night. Sunday. And then you go to church on Sunday, they're dressed up praising the Lord. <laughs> on the, in a church band. <laughs> Most, hey, most of the musicians yeah, you, you know me, that you cr- oh yeah you correct me if I'm wrong most of the musicians I ever played with learned to play in church <laughs> yeah oh, and yeah. still did well we've had several to show that oh, say that and yeah, I'm like yeah, you yeah. sitting bunch of so that's just what I'm saying so so much for that I was always uh, you know like like 
like I said, there's there's good people everywhere, mm -hmm. and racism is everywhere. Jackson, Chillicothe, it don't matter where you go, it's everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so we can go on to the goat real quick. My two. Well, no, we haven't went on. To the, we, we'll do that on the live. Okay, that goes to the live. So, yeah, yeah. We, we, are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we're close. You got anything else, Kenny? Oh, that was an hour and fifteen. What yeah, an hour? Yeah, just just shy of an hour fifteen. Just shy of an hour fifteen. Right on the, right on the nose. Hey, I don't have anything to cheers, but thank you, my friend. I've always enjoyed Thanks, all of our visits. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, wait, where appreciate can they, it, guys. Where, where can they catch your band? Uh, we're going to be March the twelfth. We're in. Um, we're doing loaded. a we're doing a legion in Chillicothe. Okay, I'm gonna check with six oh one and and Marquet because okay. I want to get back here. Um, April the locally April the ninth we're at the um, dock at water. Um, about your Facebook page? Where can they Facebook where? page? I got a website www.kennyvalentine.band and it's got her okay. schedule. And, what, and, and what's the band name on Facebook? Kenny Valentine Band. Kenny Valentine yep. dot band on dot band. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. all right. Because you know, I, I went to tag you that thing today, and you've got a couple. One of them you hadn't been active on in a while. No, it's www. It's a new one. It's got all my new band members and okay. everything. Cool. And that's another thing. A shout out. I got probably the. You know, I played with some pretty good musicians. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've, this is probably the best group of musicians I've ever played with. I know the guy life. that played uh, with you at the Stockroom Past with COVID, I think. Uh, yeah. Yep, sorry about uh, Darryl, that. Daryl Jumper. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. And, man, definitely, definitely gone too soon. Yep. But uh, Do you want to shout out your members right now? Shout out my members, too. And, you know, uh, the members of my band, uh, the new band, the new Kenny Valentine mm -hmm. band. I got Nevada Hard, who plays guitar. He's oh, absolutely Nevada. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Tom Martin's on bass, and Tom Martin used to play with Ricky Jean Hall and the Goods, and I played music with Tom Martin when I was 18, 19 years old. Okay. okay. So years ago. Um, Tim Davis is my keyboard player. Okay. Tim Davis is 31 European tours and stuff. Is, okay. He's a, he was a tour manager for the Ink Spots for like 16 years, just a killer keyboard mm -hmm. player. And Mike Newman is my drummer. He was a band director at Portsmouth West for years. Oh, okay. okay. Huh. So I have all session musicians. All session musicians. And yeah. I tell you... I've never had a group of guys that wanted to practice yeah. out of all the years I've played. And these guys want to practice. They practice. Yeah. How often do you guys practice? We usually practice. We we try to practice once every other week and stuff, depending on. Okay. We usually base it on a Friday okay. and stuff and things like that. But the good things about our practice is that we know what we're doing. It's yeah. not a bunch of way, you know, it's not a party anymore mm -hmm. yeah. for a practice that was hard. And stuff. That, that was a hard time. That was, yeah. And, you know, because I remember when we used to practice and stuff, you know, put a party with it and stuff. Jesus. <laughs> you don't get much done. It was probably. done. Yeah. You didn't get much done. <laughs> but, you know, this group of guys here, you know, these are the type of guys, Pudge, where I could, if we were performing tomorrow, I could send a song to them and say, I want to play this tomorrow. They said, well, you know the arrangement of the vocals. Yep. If I stepped in tomorrow and said, okay, let's kick this yeah. up, they could play it. They, oh, yeah. are, they are awesome. Tom used to run. Now, oh, you guys are too young for this, though. <laughs> I keep thinking that. Yeah, you're way too young yeah. for this. Because the youngest Old guy. souls. Well, the youngest guy in my band is me. Oh, okay. You know, and I'll be 67. Is it getting June. hard? You know, I really. No, not really with these guys. It probably would have been. Because you're moving. I mean, you're you're a dancer. You're a front man. Yeah, because if I wouldn't, well, I've slowed down a lot of that have since you? then. I just sort of sit back and sing <laughs> a little bit now. And, you know, it's yeah. amazing that you say that because, you know, I was doing that for a while and I was waking up the next morning and shitting my life. Felt like just, you just played a game. Felt like I just got beat. And I was like, man, what did I do last night? And you're just dancing. Because I'm not a drinker or anything yeah, and yeah. stuff like but that. And I was like, but, you know, these guys are just, it's. Really, I probably wouldn't have done it mm -hmm. if 
Nevada heart hadn't decided because he Tommy was back then. I, I used to book him and Ashley at mm-hmm. the bar all the time. Mm-hmm. Ashley Huffer. Now me and him's doing that now. Okay. You know, we're doing, and he's like. That's a good fit for him. And he's like, man, why didn't, and he's, yeah. he's never played this music, and he's loving it. Yeah, I bet he is. And he's he a guitar goes, virtuoso. He goes, man, where you been? He said, why didn't I meet you 45 <laughs> yeah. years oh, ago? Oh, I figured you'd have known him. Didn't know him. He oh. ran sound for us one night. He okay. ran sound for my old band one night. Okay. And he told me, he said, after it was over, he said, man, he said, what a band. And yeah. he goes, I'd like to play this. And he was the first one I thought about when Mark, my guitar player, because my sax player moved to Fort John Kirk, who was my sax player in the Slater Bros. He moved to Florida, him and his mm-hmm. wife. Mark decided not to play. Dave's in Las Vegas. Brian and Jim's in Athens, you know, doing whatever they're doing. And uh, after my illness, I really wanted to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to stop from COVID and, you know, mm-hmm. my cancer that I had and stuff and things mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, I called Tom. Tom said, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. And I mm-hmm. said, I got to find a guitar player. And. I didn't just want to find any guitar player, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of guitar players can play, but mm-hmm. I wanted a guitar player, well, number one, you could get along with and like the style Isn't of music. It's so hard to keep it's, a band. It's very hard. But, oh. you know, and that's what uh, Sam Stevens complimented me more than anything because, you know, me and the Slater Brothers were together for 32 years. Oh, shit. Oh, my. That's 30, a long time. 32 boys. years. And how many of you was there? Five? There's five of us. Five of you. That's amazing. That's amazing. And mm-hmm. and everybody, Sam Stevens compliment. He's a musician from uh, Point Pleasant. He's in Florida now playing. Mm-hmm. He said, man, he said, that's, and he said, that's granted enough. He said, I've never seen, and he would set in with us yeah. mm-hmm. every now and then. Like whenever I didn't have somebody, you yep. know, Sam knew things, I'd call him. Oh, I loved it. He set in with us at the Marquet the last time okay. I played there. He was a sax player and a keyboard player. Yep. And he goes, and this is crazy. And if he wasn't moving, because he had just retired and was moving, he said, if I wasn't moving, he said, I'd play with you. Yeah. So, and I just happened to find, but without Nevada, it wouldn't have. How old is Nevada? Nevada's a month older than me. He'll, month be, older, okay. he'll, be, he'll be 67. And I think it's great you guys are doing it, man. Because I tell you. I, I love it. Now, I think I'm in, maybe you can help me out with this. Maybe this is an after show topic. But I, I think I'm at one of those points in my life where it's time for me to set it down for a minute. You could do and, that. And be a dad. You got a child. You um, got a young child. So, he's active in sports and stuff yeah, and things like that. Um, you know, and we're, and he's he's playing now. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he's doing pretty good at it. Um, so I think I'm going to – I don't know. I, I doubt I ever go back to playing bars. Um, don't miss that at all. Uh, I, I still will play probably maybe two or three festivals a year. I, I tr- I'm struggling to stay sharp enough without gigging 50 times a year. Got to play. To, to go play a show, you know? So, I mean, you know, I've had people say, hey, won't you come play? You know, I want you to do a couple hours. I don't know that I could right now. And there was a day I could probably do six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's just – and it's I'm finding that out with Nevada, just me and him. I yeah. mean, it's hard. And he just – we're just throwing out songs. Oh, it's you're, like, you're, you're a jukebox. And he's like – I throw out this one. And he's like, man, you know that song? I yep. said, yeah. I said, and you know this song, but too, there's three like, other guys there that aren't going to take up ten seconds each mm-hmm. time they do it, that's and, true. and that's going that catches you, you know, that's whenever you're doing it. And that's the reason we're working out shows and stuff to do it, and mm-hmm. and and we we got a nice show because yeah. he can play and yeah. And he told me he said, "Man, you can sing anything, but we're doing we're doing oh, some rock, singer. we're doing some country. Mm-hmm. Of course, my bass is rhythm and blues, mm-hmm. and we also got some uh, uh, big band stuff mm-hmm. that we're doing. Yeah, you know, cool. have you ever heard Kenny? Oh yeah, have you? Yep. I yep. mean, he uh, they used to rock it at the. Oh. You were the first band that we had it there on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So we had that New Year's Eve show. I mean, we had just opened, 
but uh, it was always a pleasure, man. Always yeah. pleasure. So yeah, thanks for coming in. Ken. Yep. All right, Thank guys. You. Tune in. See you. See. You. Oh, hey, and check out our website, ChevyBartenders.com.